Hello, and welcome to the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. I am Steph, and I'm the owner and creative director of Vim. Vim's mission is to showcase the enthusiasm and passion of business leaders nationwide. I cannot wait to have you listen to the show and stick around. At the end, we talk a little bit about how you can be my next guest. All right, guys, we are back with another episode of the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. I'm so excited. Today, we have a phenomenal guest. We have a great leader with Brad Chandler. He is the owner of Brad Chandler Coaching, as well as Express Home Buyers. So we've got some dual things going on here, which I'm super excited to dive into. Um, Thank you so much, Brad, for coming on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. So we're going to do like we always do, and we're going to dive in with our meaty question. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Brad, what is your why? My why is making an impact on a million people. Um, as long as I'm, I'm about to turn 50 this year and I want to live to be 110. So for 60 years, my goal is to make an impact in this world. Okay. That is so specific. 110. What an 110. astronomical, uh, that wasn't a goal. That was like just imprinted in time. Like that was uh, chiseled in rock that you were going to live till 110. Tell me more about that. So I'm a health nut. I'm a longevity nut. And part of my company that I formed in the last two years is getting the individual um, really healthy mentally. And then I want to work on relationships and then sexuality. And then once you have all those three amazing things, I'm going to teach you how to live, live to be 100 or 110 or ho- however long you want to live to. Do you have <laughs> someone in your life who's super close to you and important to you that has lived past 100 that you're still close with? No. Oh, I no, was going to say, this like, is my, this is my dream. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So, when did this dream and journey start for you? I mean, you didn't, this hasn't been a dream since you were three. If so, that's a very wise three year old. No. So, uh, two years ago, trying to get my son help for anxiety, I was on a Zoom call. And within five or 10 minutes, the lady said to me, You have a tick. And I was like, What are you talking about? She said, You blink profusely when you talk about your childhood. You may have some unresolved childhood stress that uh, is causing you issues. It's causing your son issues. Would you like to come out to Park City and work with my ex Navy SEAL husband and I? I'm like, Of course, I'll do anything to help my son. Didn't know I had any problems, thought I loved myself, thought I was happy. So I went out, Steph, and in a weekend, really in a three-hour session, um, I came out of that three-hour session a completely different human being. I found self-love and self-compassion through reversing these untruths that I told myself, which most human beings do through childhood stress, and they so profoundly changed my life. I mean, every area of my life has been, I'm a completely different human being that I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got to give this to other people because there are so many people in this world People that are listening right now that are struggling with relationships, um, obesity, uh, their business is struggling. They drink too much. They smoke too much. They gamble too much. They work too much. And I'm like, it all comes down to every problem that you have in your life comes down to one thing and one thing only. You're thinking. And I figured a way through that process. And now after studying and, and taking thousands of hours of courses and training, that there's a method, there's a proven method to change this thinking that's buried deep in our subconscious that unknowingly affects 95% of our ba- behaviors driven through the unconscious mind. So I could keep talking on and on because you can tell I'm passionate about this, but in a nutshell, 
why am I so passionate about this? Because my life has so profoundly changed that I'm like, I've got to do this and I've got to do this for a long time because there's a lot of people that need help. And I've always been kind of a health nut and now I've taken it to a whole nother level. No, no sugar um, in two years. Uh, well, I've cut out sugar for the most part in two years. I have uh, stopped all mar uh, marijuana, all weed, um, don't eat processed foods. And I exercise five times a week. I'm in the best shape of my life. I love that. So I personally emulate or, or uh, not emulate, I resonate with the no sugar thing. So I just, I just find it fascinating because there's not a lot of people who have been off sugar for much more than like a 10 day cleanse, right? I did 250 days of no sugar, no gluten, no dairy, and no caffeine. Wow. And I felt the best in my life. And so I, I know you're on to something because I've experienced and I was not doing any mental work. I was really just focusing on gut health. And so we did a lot of elimination, including all those big things. And I know that that is just like one tiny piece to this huge puzzle that I'm sure you, you work with people on. Okay. I want to step backwards a bit because I dove right into that really fascinating goal of wanting to live till 110. And so you had said your why is to really share what you've learned to as many people as possible. And I want to dive a little deeper and the exercise or the fun thing that I like to do and the challenge I like to do is I like to take away the medium, right? The tool that you use to kind of dive a little deeper into your why. So for an example, if a pizza company told me that they, you know, their why is because they love people and they want to serve them pizza, right? And I took away the pizza. You know, what would their why then be? Because pizza is now gone. I Let's say pizza was banned. Their their purpose could still be, well, we just love to serve people, right? And, if, and maybe because pizza is gone, maybe we start serving them through sandwiches. I don't know. So if you aren't coaching, if everyone magically started thinking in the way that they think, eating beautifully, feeling better, what would you be out there doing for people? What would fuel you, Brad, the human, your purpose? Just giving back. That's that's really what I do. Just give back. Give back the, the blessings that I've had in my life and the awareness that I've had. Yeah, th that totally resonates because as soon as you said you went through that exercise, that three-hour session, you said you immediately knew this is something I need to figure out how I can you know, dissect and reverse engineer and make my own because it's that powerful. So I, I truly believe that. I believe that giving back is pretty ingrained in who you are. I think we have an obligation. I think when you go through something so profound as I did and, and that was able to change my life, I think we have an obligation to, because I was given this, right? I didn't go searching for this. I thought, you know what? My life isn't perfect, but it's really good. It's two failed marriages, you know, drink, maybe drink too much, maybe smoke too much weed. I was like, but everything's good. Like, this is just my life. And I was given this gift to know that there's a whole nother level that I couldn't get to, that I didn't even know was possible, right? Relationships, even intimate relationships are completely different now. And so I was given this gift, right? And I think it's my obligation to give it back. And I think all of us have healing to do. And when you teach, when you help someone else heal, you're always healing yourself too. So this is a lifelong journey I'm on. And it's just, I feel like it's an obligation of mine. So you're in a very tricky industry in the sense that a lot of people who could benefit from your services struggle to recognize that. I say all the time when people share with me that they're struggling with something that, hey, you're halfway there. Just being able to admit that you have a struggle and recognize that 
you know, that's exists is half the battle. So my curiosity is spiked. How, how, how do you help people either a, how do you recognize people who could benefit from what you do or B, how do you help others self uh, identify that what you do could support them? It's a phenomenal question, Steph. So if we were having this conversation three years ago, I may have already tuned out and been like, this isn't me. I didn't, I didn't have any trauma as a child. Right. And I, I try not to word the use trauma so much because people get, you know, think about trauma as some terrible thing. But trauma can be as benign as your little sister coming home from the hospital and you you thinking that your parents love her more than they love you. So don't get caught up on that. But if you'd have asked me three years ago, did I have self-love? I'd have been like, yes. If you asked me, was I happy? I'd say yes. Do you care what other people think? I'd say no. And so I'm thinking, how do I get all of these other people listening to this podcast to believe that they have an issue and they have to look at their results in life, right? They have to look at their relationships and how they go about every day and are they super stressed and what does their weight look like? What does their health look like? And so I created this short 12 question quiz that I call the self-love quiz and anyone can take it. You can go to bradchandler.com forward slash quiz, take this quiz, no obligation, no, no cost, no nothing. And it will tell you whether you have extreme self-love, mild self-love or lack of self-love. The great part, part is, is if you, if you score one of the two lower levels, which is mild or lack of self-love, don't take that as a, oh no, this sucks. Just the opposite. If though, if you fall into one of those two categories, here's what you should take away. Your life can get so much freaking better, you have no idea. Because if you lack self-love, every single area of your life, your business, your relationships, your health, everything spiritually is all affected in a negative way. So that's what I did. I created the self-love quiz. Okay. So I love that. that that's exciting. And I love that you have a free link. We'll make sure to get that in the show notes. Um, my question to you, because the first thought that popped up was twofold. I, I don't know why I have to add these little ad libs in there. I guess that's just me being weird. But there's this song that I'm in love with right now. And I'm kind of dying that I can't remember the artist. But the song is called Honest. And the lyric goes, if I'm, um, if I'm being honest, I'm not being honest. And my point is, is when you're taking this self-love quiz, how do you help prepare people before they take the quiz to be really introspective and, and actually answer honestly? I truly believe that a lot of us, like you, a few years ago, believed that we were happy, believed that things were great. So is it the way you phrase the questions or how do you evoke that level of honesty that some of us can't even voice ourselves? So another great question. So I go, I know where you're going with that. It's not about be having an awareness of yourself because what I do is, is I ask questions about the results in their life and they're pretty mm -hmm. black and white. Like, do you take things personally? Do you judge other people? Do you judge yourself? Do you talk negatively to yourself? Have you been in a great, intimate, long-lasting relationship? So that you don't really have to think about, do I love myself? Do I not? It's just, what do the results look like in your life? And they tell a story. Okay. Okay. I'm definitely excited to go check out this quiz. I, When you said a 12-question quiz, I was like, you're going to be, you're going to know how much I love myself in 12 questions. That's phenomenal. Well, that's awesome. And you, so this coaching that you're doing through Brad Chandler, right? We're talking a lot about health. We've talked about love, self-worth. You've kind of mentioned relationships. Um, but I also know when we spoke offline that you are a business owner and that some of this has really 
empowered that part of you and also bled into what you're coaching. So tell me a little bit more about like what listeners who are entrepreneurs might gain from listening to you, doing your quiz, working with you. Yeah. So I started a Facebook group um, called How to Be Happier for Entrepreneurs. So I'm really focusing on entrepreneurs because I'm an entrepreneur and that's my journey. I own a business that uh, flips houses. Um, we did almost 300 houses last year. And wow. I fortunately work about an hour and a half uh, in that business. But what is really interesting about that is in the last two years as I've made this major transformation, um, Steph, is that I, I started that business 20 years ago to make a lot of money because I didn't know this was the reason, but I didn't feel worthy. And, and by making a lot of money, hey, maybe the world would think I was mm -hmm. worthy. So my focus was always on money. Um, it's not really a good thing. Some people may think this, but it's not not the truth that focusing on money in a business isn't the greatest way to start and run a business. Uh, the greatest businesses ever started were solving a problem, right? You think about Tesla and all the things that, that Elon Musk has done. So my shift now that I know that I don't need to prove myself because I never did and I was always worthy. It was just these these untruths I told myself, right? I've shifted from trying to make a bunch of money to making an impact. That's what I started the right this call with, this podcast with. So now I'm trying to make an impact in my business. What does that look like? It looks like how can I serve my sellers better? How can I serve my buyers better? How can I serve my team members better? And ironically, or not not ironically, last year we had one of our best years ever. When I shifted from trying to focus on uh, money to in making an impact. And so when business owners are hearing that and they want a piece of that, is that working through Brad Chandler coaching or is that being a part of the Express Homebuyers uh, company? No, no, it's it's Brad Chandler coaching. Yeah, well, I'll teach you how to how to, you know, look at your life and look at the things that are that you don't like and we'll figure out where the thoughts came from. We always whether you have physical pain or emotional pain, there's only one way to heal it that a lasting heal it and that's to go to the source of the pain so we go back to the source and figure out what wh where did it happen where did it start and then we tell the brain a new story very nice so i'm curious more about my skepticism flag is coming up and i mean that with the biggest heart you said that you went to this three-hour session earlier on and it changed things and to me it's both skepticism flag because hey i'm human and be beautiful and amazing and empower powering and it makes me eager to learn more so i'm curious after that three hours how much has it taken like how much more have you dedicated to getting yourself a in a healthy place where you are today and b to the point where you felt like hey, I can give this to others. I can live through my passion of giving back. What was the tra trajectory between that moment and today? Yeah, so I mean, I'm holding up my hands now and so let's say that this is the journey of life from complete brokenness to enlightenment, which is, you know, whatever, 12 inches apart. Literally in those first week or so, I made the jump and now I'm showing my fingers, you know, going from 12 inches to two inches or an inch. Um, I'll spend the rest of my life trying to close this gap, but this gap is really beautiful because every single day of my life is amazing. Like nothing bad ever happens to me because I, uh, nothing bad really happens to anyone because if you really think about it, everything happens for you and not to you. So all the things you think are bad, you don't really know that they're bad because a year later, two years later, whatever, you find out that they weren't that bad. So I made an enormous jump. Um, in those first couple of weeks. And now I just continue to get better. And you asked a question about helping other people. I mean, I came back like 
hello world. Does anyone else see this? Like, oh my gosh, I'm free. Like I had this weight lifted off my chest. Like, oh my God, I can, I'm free to be who I really always was. Does anyone else want to learn this? And I didn't know what I was doing two years ago, but after hundreds and hundreds of hours and studying under some of, some of the best people, one of those people is Marissa Peer at Rapid Transformational Therapy. She's done this now for almost 40 years. We take people, she takes people, now I take people that have been going to therapy for decades. I went to therapy for decades. I went to 50 marriage counseling sessions. None of it worked because a lot of therapy focuses on the conscious mind and the problems and the symptoms that you have. But, but remember what we said earlier, your subconscious mind dictates and drives 95% of your behavior. So you're almost, you're, it's like going to the dentist and like him working on your toenail or something like you're just, you're just in the wrong area, dude. Like, so yeah, three hours is how long it took me. And with my clients between three and four hours is when I see a major shift of like, oh my gosh, my whole life has been defined by these things that happen. And all I got to do is, is think differently and, and act differently and program my mind differently. Woo. So, okay. I'm, I'm like, I don't want to forget these first. I want to understand after this, but don't let me forget. I want to understand what the, uh, time commitment and relationship looks like with you and your coaching clients. But before that goes up, um, my question that's brewing in my mind is there, are, I believe, and I, I, we haven't worked together, right? But I truly believe that I don't, I typically live my life not having a bad day and not thinking that there's much that could go wrong and seeing every failure as an opportunity. I have a really great, I believe I have a really great life in that sense. And I'm very introspective in that way and able to self-recognize. And I walk around and I see a lot of people who are similar to me and I love that. But I also see people who just either don't want to care, don't want to know, aren't educated enough to know. Um, kind of like my experience with cutting out all those food groups and sugar and gluten and dairy and all of that. Um, I didn't know what optimal felt like until I got it. And so my question to you is, how many people, do you think that people either just A, are ignorant, and I mean that in a kind, like just non-educated to, to the optimal life that's available? Or do you think some people are closed off to even wanting to look for it? Uh, both. So I've had conversations with close friends um, and, and employees where I tell them what I do and I, I ask them some questions and I'm like, I think I could really help you. I talk about their childhood. We, they tell me about what happened in their childhood and I go, do you think I could help you? And they're like, yeah. And I said, then why don't you want to, I go, are you afraid? And they're like, yeah, I'm a little bit afraid. Like life is good enough and I'm afraid to go back and look. So that's one. And then yes, you have people like me. I'm a perfect example. I didn't know. I thought the life that I was living when my second wife up and walked out of me, uh, up and walked out of the marriage in the middle of COVID, I went and bought a big old boat, started started heading to the Bahamas, you know, dating a bunch of girls, drinking, smoking weed. I'm like, how can life get any better than this? And oh my gosh, did it get way better? And there's no drinking, and there's no no uh, pot smoking, and there's no dating a different girl every weekend, and things are like amazing. So I just shine my light. I, I had a guy today tell me, one of 50 people, that Brad, you look different, you talk different, your skin looks different, you look younger, and I'm like, I, I am. I'm a completely different human being by just changing my thoughts. Mm, that is that is so powerful. Um, so then at that 
begs the next question, the one that I didn't want to forget. Tell me a little bit more about how it looks to work with you. Because you had mentioned, you know, in just three to four hours, is that over the course of a, a month, a one-time session? What should people expect? So it's a five-week session um, over Zoom. And all of the sessions are one hour each, except for the third, which is a two-hour hypnosis session. And most people hear hypnosis and they're like, oh my gosh, am I going to be asleep like chasing a mouse around? No, that's not. I mean, that's all put on. Um, hypnosis is just a deep state of relaxation that allows your brain to focus in on your subconscious mind because your subconscious mind that creates all the problems in your life knows the exact source of it. So we tap into that and ask your subconscious brain, what, what in your life led you to these problems? And it tells you. So over five weeks, I give you some homework. It's not a lot. I give you some meditations. Um, we have a, a daily emotional tracker where if you have negative emotions, I've got this brain hack on how to deal with them. Um, give you some, uh, give you the self-love quiz that we tracked about your progress. So it's not, I mean, all in all, it's probably less than 10 hours over five weeks. And then you've got to listen to the recording every night. So that takes some time. Um, but it's not a huge time commitment for, for you know, radically changing your life. So did you have to learn how to do hypnosis or do you have people on your team who are, are familiar with that? How did, how did that? No, I, I, I went to one of the best in the world, Marissa Peer at rapid transformational therapy. And I took about 400 hours of online accreditation and then flew out to LA and worked with her for an entire week. So I'm a certified hypnotherapist. Oh, wow. Wow. You just dove in I, the whole body first. <laughs> I did. I did. I also studied under a doctor um, called Gabor Matei, who's been a physician for 40 years, specializing in trauma and addiction. Learned a ton from him. So yeah, I've, I've studied under who I think are some of the best in the world and in this field. Okay. So that's it's impressive, especially with the timeline of what we've been looking at, right? So as of today, it's we're in early 2023. This episode will air, air a little bit mid, eh, a little like probably in April, right? But we're early right now in the year. And I mean, I'm from the timeline you're talking about, you said mid COVID. So you're just barely one to two years, barely coming on the third year of this whole life transformation. And it's, it's incredible. Thank you. I think I, sometimes I wake up and I'm just like, this is incredible too. Like, I can't believe how blessed I am, but I also can't believe for 47 years that I lived these untruths that just drove this, this crazy behavior. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Do you work primarily with adults or do you also work with children? I work primarily with, with adults. Um, the interesting thing about, I'm glad you asked that. The interesting about children is if your son or daughter have behavioral problems, this may be hard for you to hear, but the, if you want to go figure out where they're coming from, go into the bathroom and look in the mirror because you're likely a cause of it. Um, I know it's hard to, to hear that, but I can tell you, I have two kids, um, what, that both have some behavioral issues and it's a hundred percent from me and their mom because when you feel not worthy, you always go out and find another unworthy person. And then you have unworthy offspring and you just continue what we're all caught, what most of us are caught in called this multi-generational curse, where it just keeps going on and on and on. So the greatest gift that you can give your child is to break this multi-generational curse. So if someone comes to me and says, hey, my children is misbehaving, I'm like, well, I've got to work with you first because if I took your child out magically and put him in this let's just call it a rehab center for the heck of it, or, or this magical place, right? That changed their mind. We brought them back in the environment that caused it. What do you think is going to happen to that child? Within yeah. days, hours, weeks, they're going to be right back to where they are. So it's, it's not to fault the parent, right? It's never our fault. We did the best that we could do. Our parents did the best they could do given their circumstances. So 
people off nine out of 10 of my clients, when I ask them the question on the intake form, did you have a happy childhood said yes. Well, they wouldn't be talking to me if they had a happy childhood where their needs were met. So once you can get that awareness that it's not about going and blaming and confronting your parents and saying, you suck, you did this. It's just the opposite. When you feel compassion and love for yourself, you can look at them and have compassion and be like, you know what, as bad as it was, they did their best that they could do. Mm -hmm. I love hearing that because a few of the words that we've used today that, um, like trauma to me, trauma is one of those words where I don't deny that trauma exists, but I do see it being used as a scapegoat for actually dealing with, with things and, and masking things. And so I, I like that you point out that we're doing a lot of blaming right for trauma instead of recognizing that you are the one who is in control and has the power but the his the history you can't go back into history and give it power you can only focus on you now and give that power right and i would just caveat that by saying as an adult as an yes. adult not not as a child but as an adult you're you you hold the power to change yep yes that makes sense absolutely so i like that you have that those two two examples about you know looking in the mirror and then also recognizing that Sorry. we're all human mm -hmm. and we're just doing the best we can there once again another song that i don't remember the artist too but there's another song where the lyrics are um i i realize that my parents aren't superheroes they're just humans like me and that resonates with me so much because like to your point they did the best they could their parents did the best they could well, um, as you can tell, I, I absolutely love what you're doing. I'm excited for the kind of people that are going to hear this and want to, that are inquisitive enough to say, hey, well, at the very least, I should go do that quiz um, because I think that's a beautiful gift that you have for anyone to go take. Um, but I know that listeners are eager to hear a little bit more about exactly what it is you do, who you serve, and maybe a good way to get started with you. Yeah, so I, I, I'm serving entrepreneurs right now. Um, anyone who is struggling in any way, shape, or form, whether they're business or working too much, or again, they're struggling with the relationships or eating or drinking, um, reach out to me. I have a free 30-minute call on my website. I do put out a beautiful social media message every day on love and happiness and freedom. Um, and you can find all that at bradchandler.com forward slash contact. It has all my social media. It has the free call. It has my little four-minute video of my story. And it also has the self-love link there as well. Awesome. So if we go to bradchandler.com forward slash quiz, uh, will they also be able to get to that 30-minute consult? Yep. And your socials? Right. Okay. Just, just click on the contact at the top of the page. Okay, perfect. I just want to make sure that everything will be easy on that one link so listeners yep. have an easy path to get to you. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing. I can tell like your smile has not left the, this whole episode. We do cross post these on YouTube as well. So people will see that trajectory of you going from here to here. And I wanted to ask a question here, but I know we've got a wrap, but um, thank you. I'm just I'm so proud that we got to finally chat and I got to hear more about what it is you're doing. Thank you so much. That was awesome. <laughs> All right, guys, we will talk to you next time. Steph here. Thank you so much for listening to the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. If you are a successful business owner and you lead your business with passion, we'd love to feature you on our show. 
We'd love to share with the world what makes your business great and how you have intentionally led passion throughout your business. Also, if you got any value or little tidbits from this episode, please take a minute to screenshot the episode and share it on your favorite social media platform. Be sure to tag us so we can properly thank you and we love deepening our connection with our listeners. We are regularly putting out new episodes to feature leaders such as yourself who lead with passion on purpose. So be sure to subscribe to our show so you don't miss any future episodes. For more episodes, guest information, or details on the show, please visit getvim.com forward slash passion on purpose. That's getvim.com forward slash passion on purpose. Once again, I'm Steph. I am the owner and creative director at Vim. And thank you for listening to the show.